Richard Risfit with American Ag Network here. I am in Boone, Iowa, and I'm at Farm Progress, and I have ran into Harold Lovin with Beck Seed Company. And you are the regional business manager. You cover a pretty big territory. So what kind of territory do you cover? So I were, I live in Cedar Falls, Iowa, and I cover the states of Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, and Wisconsin. I work with the sales team and helping build business, hire new employees, and, and continually helping uh, farmers succeed at what they do. Well, in that in that big territory, and that is a big territory. What are you seeing? Let's start off with what are you seeing for crops out there? What kind of what kind of conditions are you seeing? You know, as a whole, we're going to have a good crop, okay? But there always are winners and losers in all of that. And so uh, this year, uh, certainly, we have had rain in copious amounts early in places. We got a late start in planting in most places in the Midwest. Uh, but at the same time, we turned around and, and we got lots of heat and we got moisture to go along with it. Uh, so if you take a line from, uh, let's say, Mankato, Minnesota to Bloomington, Illinois, either side of that line, 100 miles, you can be talking 250 bushel corn. It was wonderful growing conditions, uh, plenty of moisture, but cool nights. And so the combination of those have, have allowed that crop to really uh, pack density into those kernels and going to provide test weight and yield as well. Uh, we got an excellent stand uh, in the crop this year. We, every single kernel grew. Uh, as you move out from that line, however, there are folks that, that, that have had less amounts of rain and certainly have had more heat. And, and, and in particular on the heat side of things, not allowing that corn plant to really cool down at night and, and, and allow for it to rest. And so we've seen that, especially in places like Nebraska and southern South Dakota, uh, where again, it'd be 90, 95 degrees at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning, doesn't cool down at night, it may be 90, 85 at night. And so long story short, that crop didn't get a chance to rest. Uh, if it had water, it, it probably put some good ears, but there were ears that showed evidence that they didn't go ahead and pollinate uh, as a result of the heat that they weren't able to get uh, out from under. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about Beck's company. Uh, tell us everything. Okay, well, we're, we're obviously located in Atlanta, Indiana, which is about 30 miles north of uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, we're a family seed company. We're the third largest corn, third largest soybean company in the United States. Uh, we have uh, primarily been focused in the eastern United States up until about 2014. And then we started moving and gravitating west. And so in that time, we, we were in just primarily Illinois and Indiana and Ohio and, and northern Kentucky up until 2014. And then we started to expand. Uh, in 2014, we came to southeast Iowa. 2015, we went to Missouri. 2016, we went to uh, Wisconsin. Uh, 2017, we went back and filled out the rest of Iowa. 2018, we went to Minnesota and South Dakota. And so uh, we've kind of continued. To, to build from that all since 2014, which allowed us then in turn to become uh, the third largest uh, independent family-owned seed company in the United States. Well, very good. Now, what are you guys showcasing out here today and uh, in this in this time period of life? Sure. Uh, well, obviously, we're all kind of on hold waiting for the crop to mature. Uh, certainly, we're not doing demonstrations in the field this this week because of that. And so uh, here at the, at the show site, uh, we kind of show some of the things that we as a company uh, focus on as we as we talk to our 
our growers. Uh, one of the things that we believe in is certainly taking care of our loyal customers first. Uh, we have a commitment program called Commitment Rewards uh, that uh, allows them to uh, utilize some of the capital that they have in their operations and we replace that capital with products like lawnmowers and tractors and equipment uh, that, that allows them to uh, get better at what they do and maybe expand their operations or take care of some of the other needs that they have in their in their operation. Uh, we're certainly showcasing uh, our farm server, which is our digital platform that we use uh, as we do our business. Uh, we have uh, certainly other products uh, like practical farm research uh, that, that we uh, showcase uh, at our different sites like in Gibbon, Minnesota, uh, like in, in Colfax, Iowa. Uh, we have a thousand acres throughout the whole company, throughout the Midwest, uh, where we take and, and look at different practices, different managements, different products, uh, and, and we test those things. And then uh, w once they become what we call PFR proven, which means that they have a three years of increased yield and return on investment in that three year period, at the end of the day, uh, then we call it PFR proven. And so uh, it, 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 it helps farmers where that they don't have to do this. Universities used to do this work, uh, land grant universities particularly, and uh, you know, with the the, the um, funding drying up in those land-grant universities, they went away from that. And so we're, we kind of picked up in 1965, uh, we started uh, uh, publishing this information and doing these tests. And so, you know, we may look at uh, two by two by two fertilizer placements. We may look at closing wheels on planters. We may look at downforce on, on, on planters or tire pressure in your equipment. Look at all different types of management and practices and products like fungicides uh, and, and we test them all and then we publish that information. It's independent, we don't take any money for it. We do that all so that we help farmers succeed in the end. This uh, practical farm research, we started in 1964. In 1965, we started publishing that information. Um, the, the company has been in business since 1937, so we're not a young company by any stretch, uh, but we've been primarily focused farther east, and now we're starting to move that, that information and that testing all farther west now. Perfect. So if folks want to get a hold of you guys to discuss some of this great new technology and some of this other information, how do they do that? Where do they go? Well, they can go certainly to the web, vexhybrids.com. Uh, certainly they can, if they know a representative of uh, a local nature, they can pick up the phone and call them. Uh, our goal is to get back uh, to everybody. Uh, talk to their local dealer. Uh, they certainly, uh, we've got a, a good distribution of dealer uh, in our network throughout Minnesota, South Dakota. And so at the end of the day, they can certainly reach out to those folks folks and uh, they'll be more than happy to help them. Perfect. Uh, give us some final thoughts. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, if you wanted to make uh, the Farm Progress Show uh, the, the, the postcard and make it Commerce uh, Chamber of Commerce Day, uh, today was it. Uh, the weather was beautiful, low humidity, beautiful sunshine. Uh, the governor was just here from the state of Iowa, and uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, it was it was a great day to be here. And so, uh, final thoughts are that uh, uh, we just uh, hope everyone has a safe harvest, and that uh, at the end of the day, that uh, it's been uh, rich and bountiful for them. Well, Harold, thanks for spending a little bit of time with us today. You bet. Thank you.